Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So I was on Relevant Radio this morning and we were talking about modesty. I'm wrapping up my summer series, Soul, Mind, and Body, Conquering Addictions and Bad Habits, but I will be continuing on with them every other Monday with whatever topic we think we should discuss. And today was modesty. What is it really? Because I think when we think about modesty, we think about dress. And it really hit me upside the head when I saw a dear friend of mine, I'd call her my bestie, who isn't Catholic, she's Christian, but her daughter was in a half top and shorts that came up so high that I was, I gasped when I saw the picture. I was like, oh my gosh, you're letting your daughter wear that? Like there is no mystery. It might as well have been a bathing suit, a bikini. But modesty is more than just what we wear. There's two definitions. One, propriety in dress, speech, or conduct. And then the other one is the quality of not being too proud or confident about yourself or your abilities, which is pride. The synonyms demureness, down-to-earthness, humbleness, humility, lowliness, meekness. These are all biblical words. But modesty, we just think about dress. And when I spoke about modesty, and I, I always speak about myself, my whole ministry is the Bible and God's grace and all of the transformation in my life. So it's wisdom based on my experience, but it's always God who's doing it for me. And when I think about back in the day when I used to be a truck driver, used to be a drunken sailor with my F-bombs and my S-bombs and my dirty jokes and the behavior that I would display, flirting with anything that walked and just being crass and just, ugh, I was what they call a guy's gal. I hung out with the dudes and I acted like the dudes. I used to talk about how I watched pornography. I mean, think about that for a second. (laughs) How is that remotely modest? It's not. And I remember when I was going to get into ministry and I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those people that dresses like, you know, a turtleneck no makeup, frumpy type of thing. And now I look at people who go to Latin mass, for example, 
wear the veil, cover themselves up. They have a long dress all the way down. I find it beautiful. I have changed the way that I look at my clothes and what I will wear. And the funny thing is, I don't know if it's really funny or not, but when I look at my body now, I'm in the best shape of my life. And I want to show off my arms because they're muscular. I think I have a pretty good body and I could wear a lot of really risque, provocative looking things. But I don't want to make someone look at me and think lustful things. I don't want to make them sin. So we were talking, John, who was the host of the radio show, he said he was walking down Chicago and looked at this woman who had the shortest top on and the smallest pants on. He said it might as well have been, like I mentioned, a bikini with gym shoes. That's how uncomfortable it was. He said he had to force himself to look away from her. And so we're talking again, speech, behavior, and dress. Now, what does God say about this? (laughs) Let's look at Titus chapter two. The title of this whole chapter is Christian behavior. I don't know how far I'll go here, but let's just begin. As for yourself, you must say what is consistent with sound doctrine, namely that an older man should be temperate dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, love, and endurance. Similarly, older women should be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers, not addicted to drink, teaching what is good so that they may train younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, chaste, good homemakers, under the control of their husbands, so that the word of God may not be discredited. Urge the younger men similarly to control themselves, showing yourself as a model of good deeds in every respect, with integrity in your teaching, dignity and sound speech that cannot be criticized, so that the opponent will be put to shame without anything bad to say about us. Slaves are to be under the control of their masters in all respects, giving them satisfaction, not talking back to them or stealing from them, but exhibiting complete good faith so as to adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in every way. Okay, that was 1 through 10. I read the whole thing. But how many of us are really modeling ourselves so that our children, our grandchildren, our neighbors, our coworkers, our friends, our church friends can look at us and say, that's a modest person where we're not proud. You know, when people say, oh, you're such a great speaker. I used to say, thank you. And then I thought, you know, gosh, I feel prideful saying that. So I took it into confession and the priest who turned out to be my Spiritual director said, I see, I see what you're talking about. Now just give the glory to God because God's the one who made you. So now when people thank me for things, for example, I just heard from one of my followers who listens to, listened to my 
soul, mind, and body personal petition meditation that I did. Yay, I did it yesterday. It took me all day. I am not a video editor, people. That is not my skill, but it's something that I have to do because I don't have people. It's just me. So yeah, it was a labor of love. But when he came and said, that was a great meditation. Thank you so much. I had to say, thank you for saying that and praise God because it's really God who did it, not me. And that is a different way of behaving. I'm not prideful. I can't take credit for the changes that are in my life, like stopping swearing and not telling gross, disgusting jokes and really having some self-control and temperance when my kids are over or with wine, you know, like I don't want to not be what God wants me to be. Maybe that wasn't the best way to say it. I want to be what God tells me to be right here. Let me go back and read it. I started walking around. Ah, da, 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 da. Now, some of you may, <laughs> some of you may be like, oh, I hate when they say, you know, be under the control of their husbands and things like that. But you know what? That is the family. And when the family is under God's commands, society works better, life works better. So if your men were temperate, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, love, and endurance, that's a pretty stinking good husband. Similarly, older women should be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers. How many times have you seen just a bunch of women get around and talk about people? Not addicted to drink. Hello. I'm not talking to you. I'm just saying it to me, right? This was a problem that I faced teaching what is good so that they may train younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, chaste, good homemakers under the control of their husbands so that the word of God may not be discredited. It's hard to listen to, but God basically gives us the playbook of life. And he gives us that playbook not to say, don't have fun because you have to do these things. As a matter of fact, it's have more fun because you don't have to be a slave to those other things, those things that make you shameful, those things that you regret the next day. Let's say you do drink too much and you didn't control yourself and you weren't reverent in your behavior and you started talking about all these other people and you started swearing and all of that. And how does that help your children or the people around you to look at you and say, oh yeah, that's a Christian. That person's different. This is why we're called out of the world. And I don't remember who said it. I think it's Gandhi who said something like, I love, I love Jesus. It's you Christians who don't behave like you should, who I have a problem with. <laughs> and that is something that we should think about and consider today. Let's just reflect on how modest we really are 
around the people in our lives? Are we portraying virtue? Are we portraying self-control? Are we being loving? And are we teaching through our own example? Because I'm pretty sure most of us need some help in that area. So let's ask God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come fill our hearts with zeal and joy and love and respect for ourselves. We deserve to love ourselves. We deserve to be holy, to be virtuous, but we need your grace to do that. So we ask that you pour it out in spades in our life today and show us, rise to our eyes where we have not been what you've called us to be. And then give us the grace to accept that challenge, to look at our lives, to turn to you, and to ask for your help to transform us into who you want us to be. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. I am so happy, thank you God, that I got the personal prayer meditation, personal petition meditation done. It's on my YouTube channel. It's in the Soul, Mind, and Body group. You have to join. So click the join button. It's $4.99 a month. But if you do that prayer every day, you're going to show up as the person you want to be. It's the great step toward everyday prayer, talking to God, giving him what you're feeling, what's going on that day, because we all wake up every day in a different attitude, different ways, and If you wake up in a great attitude, then you just continue to ask for more. (laughs) And I would love to hear from you if you do go through some of those meditations. There's also mental prayer out there for those who have been curious about how to pray mental prayer with scripture. And I will continue to do more meditations as well. Right now, I'm just going to tell you, it's going to come out on my Monday motivation. I am just struggling physically because I ate a whole lot of chicken fat on Friday night and I woke up with a lot of cramping and I'm telling you, physically, I'm not doing good. (laughs) And I know it takes about three days for my body to shake this, but what do you do when you're like, oh, I just can't do it today, or I'm not feeling good, and you've got a ton of things on your plate. So keep an eye out for my Monday motivation video that will come a little bit later on YouTube, because we can, we can do what we need to do, even when we're not physically ready or feeling like we can do it. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God today, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day.